Today is Wednesday, June 21st, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. We have some major stories today, so naturally, let's start with the one that began in 1912 with an update on the five missing people who ventured to explore the Titanic wreckage. As of this recording at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday night, the submersible, which I mistakenly referred to as a submarine yesterday, has still not been found and is expected to run out of its oxygen supply by tomorrow morning. The U.S. Coast Guard has been leading the search for the vessel since it lost contact with its operator, Ocean Gate Expeditions, on Sunday morning, approximately two hours after it was launched. Now we have to discuss this Ocean Gate Expeditions, which owns the submersible, affectionately known as Titan. They sell deep sea expeditions to people who are scientists or who have $250,000 to spend on being where the people aren't, for good reason. If you think this sounds like a bad idea, you are hardly alone. According to court documents, Ocean Gate's former director of marine operations and a submersible pilot himself filed a whistleblower lawsuit in 2018 regarding the safety of Titan. He was fired for refusing to greenlight manned tests of the submersible due to concerns that he flagged about safety and quality. When he rose those issues, he says he was ignored by executive management. Not only that, but in 2018, a group of almost 40 experts in the submersible craft industry, including oceanographers, executives, and deep-sea explorers, wrote a letter to OceanGate warning them of, quote, unanimous concern over the Titan submersible. The letter was written following indications that the company would not be following industry standards for safety testing and certification procedures. So they literally wrote a strongly worded letter to the White Star Line about this. And it did nothing. Hunter Biden has agreed to plead guilty to two misdemeanor charges, one for failing to pay income taxes and another to avert a conviction on a gun-related charge. The deal follows a five-year investigation by the U.S. attorney in Delaware, who was casually appointed by Trump, apropos of nothing. According to court filings, Hunter Biden did not pay over $100,000 in income tax in 2017 and 2018, and he unlawfully owned a firearm for approximately 11 days in 2018, when he was using a controlled substance he could potentially face a prison sentence ranging from 12 to 18 months for the tax charges, though the odds that he will actually be sentenced to prison time are very low. Speaking of federal charges, Florida District Judge Aileen Cannon set a preliminary start date of August 14th for the criminal trial of Donald Trump for his handling of classified documents. However, it's expected that Trump's legal team will file numerous motions and challenges to delay the trial. So just consider that date a jumping-off point to start negotiations. Our next few stories follow the U.S. relationship with China on its turbulent ride. Like the best of frenemies would, on Monday, Secretary of State Antony Blinken met with Chinese President Xi Jinping in Beijing and said that they agreed to stabilize their diplomatic relationship. They did not point to specific areas of agreement, but they mutually agreed to return to a broad agenda of cooperation and competition. One outstanding matter, however, is the lack of direct military-to-military contact between the U.S. and China, which is considered by military experts to be critical to avoid miscalculation or an escalation of potential conflict. 
And that is important because even as the two countries telegraph efforts to stabilize relations, the Wall Street Journal reported yesterday that China is currently negotiating with Cuba to establish a new joint military training facility there, which would result in Chinese troops and intelligence stationed just 100 miles from Florida, famously the spot of a well-known crisis where miscalculation and escalation were the critical issues du jour. Not to mention that that story came on the heels of two little reported headlines from last week. The first was a comment by a Biden administration security official who said that China had been spying on the U.S. from Cuba for years and that their intelligence collection facility there had been upgraded in 2019. The second was an announcement by the cybersecurity firm Mandian, alleging that suspected state-backed Chinese hackers had breached hundreds of public and private sector organizations globally with nearly a third of them being government agencies and foreign ministries. They claim that the hacking activity began as early as last October by sending malware via email to gain access to the devices and data of targeted organizations. So yeah, how about that broad agenda of cooperation and competition? Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. 